Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome Welcome. to the... I thought you wanted to do it. You, I want you to do it. Welcome Welcome to... to You just do it. No, okay, you go. Sorry, I'm sorry. Welcome. Welcome No one... That's annoying for everybody. You think so? (laughs) It's annoying for you. That's you go. for sure. Go ahead. I'm good. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name's Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legero. And listen, we were um, packed and ready to go. We were hitting the road to Mount Zion National Park. I, the, all day long, we've been packing the RV, getting ready, buying car seats on Craigslist. By the way... Can I just roast you too? Moshe, he needed a car seat for a very specific type of... Of chair, a seat, yeah, and a car you were seat. you were trying to negotiate a eight dollar discount. All right, all right, <laughs> that's not really roasting as much as it is engaging in anti-Semitic tropes. That's no, I'm just saying, I I just could never. I it is just true. Don't see myself doing that. Like you needed it like in an hour, but then you were still trying. I was to like, like, well, yeah, no, because I was looking for a very specific car seat for a very specific uh, size of chair in my RV, and I found it. They don't even sell it in stores in LA. I would have had to order it, but we're leaving tomorrow, and the car seat we have didn't fit. And I found one, and the guy was like, "Yes, you can buy it tonight." And we were negotiating and I, I had it all set up and then i was like are you at all flexible on price and then the guy went radio it was like 60 dollars. yeah and then the guy went well why not that's what craigslist is for right and then what happened he went radio, he went radio silent. silent you were already I, being really demanding he went radio silent i started to panic i sent him about 10 frantic texts saying listen i'm sure you're busy but i really do need the address please i i, I can come get it right now i've i'll pay full price i'll pay more than full price and finally he he just he he wrote back cool as a cucumber. He just wrote back his address with a thumbs up. Oh, what a jerk! He got he got his. But anyway, <laughs> we were packing up. 
We were ready to go. We weren't going to do a podcast episode tonight. And then our friend, our guest this evening, he's got a stand-up special that's coming out, I believe, on the 23rd, he will tell us. And he was like, uh, as we were leaving town, he was like, I'd love to do the podcast. Or maybe I asked him to do it, but he said yes right before we were leaving. And we just couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't wait. Let's give him a call. Let's call him. You know him from the Eric Andre show. It's Eric Andre. Indio, California, you're on the air. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> first-time, long-time. Let me grab my little earbud. Okay. Are you rolling yet? Or you yeah, we're rolling. Indio, what, Indio, California wasn't a ready-for-air bit? I'll just keep what, on. What, what, what uh, why... Well, let, let me get my earbuds. Okay. Your earbuds work. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. Yeah, you sound great. Well, let's yeah, see what sounds better. Earbuds. Yeah. Earbuds. Hold on. Hold on. Get the earbuds. And Eric, I want you to call us from your bathtub. He's got a really cool He's not cool there, bath. so we can say anything we want. <laughs> Never been a fan, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to walk to the next. Are you guys the first married couple comedy duo since... Um, uh, uh, Jerry Stiller and uh, Mira and Stiller. We're not a. We don't go Mira. on stage together. We do go on stage yeah. together. Why are you trying yes, to distance you yourself from me? We have a Netflix <laughs> yeah, special together. To... <laughs> but I yeah, mean, yeah, what are you talking about, Natasha? <laughs> well, I mean, we. I... Natasha, you're a schmuck. We do a third act together, but we don't like go on the road. <laughs> Man, this is. D- you got a special together. What are you talking about? She's trying we to go on the road together too. She's trying to distance herself from me. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, a, it's still like a like you have your you both have your individual sets, yeah. But you also perform together. You're you're performing together right now. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I'm going to be honest. I'm on your side in this argument. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Wait, Eric, your special comes out. What date? I will say this, uh, you'll take Natasha's last name, Moshe, if you're a true progressive. And I don't think you are a feminist until you take Natasha's last name. Wait, That's actually, Natasha and I, last year, we went to a wedding uh, of my friend, uh, and she was getting married, and the husband did take her name. And I was like, wow, that's Whoa. like... Whoa. It was that's on a phone. Yeah, dude. It's like back in the day, if you got married... You're kind of like cucked for life, though. If that... Oh, yeah. It's big time cuck time. <laughs> What do you think? Would you ever do it, Eric? Eric, I would. I, I've actually been thinking about changing my last name, like changing my slave name, because Andre, like, I'm, I'm a Haitian, so we we're French slaves. So Andre is some like slave master name. So I should. I, I was like going when all, all the George Floyd shit started going down. I was getting real militant. I was like, Yeah, alaikum. and I was like <laughs> looking up names in Swahili that began with A and meant peace wow. and stuff like that. And then I couldn't, then I couldn't find a good name. And then I was like, where, where is, where is Swahili spoken? And then I gave up. Dude, I love that idea. That's But powerful. I guess that's not the right, I guess that's not the, the answer to your question though. Uh, you mean my question, when does your Netflix special come out? You should change out? your name right before the Netflix special comes out so <laughs> no one can find it. Confusing, hard to find. Uh, put- it comes out in like, Three hours, Tuesday, January twenty third. No, this is exciting. But wait, even more exciting is that you're going to be Eric. What about Eric Ali? 
You could like exactly like well, Muhammad that's Ali. That's Arabic. That's 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 not sub-Saharan Africa. That's that's Saharan Africa. So that's yeah. that's not Black Africa. That's a, that's a uh, Muslim name. That's an Arabic. Eric name. X. But I want like sub. <laughs> Eric X. Eric X. Yeah, I think that'd be. I would love that. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Eric, you know, something like Eric Ghostface Killer. Something like really You'd finally be black. related to Sadat X. It would be exciting. Um, uh huh. A lot of a lot of Sadat X fans out there listening at home. I'm sure. That <laughs> well, dude, everyone you, got that reference. You don't know the the Venn diagram of uh, brand Nubian fans and the Endless Honeymoon podcast fans. It's like. It's just like one a big crossover. <laughs> Didn't you get E40's cell phone number on a like a South by uh, on a Southwest uh, flight to Oakland or something? I did. Yeah, I was. I he was he. There was like a really scary looking like just like tatted up G that was saving three primo spots when I got onto a Southwest flight. So he was like standing. And and guarding right. three chairs, and I was like, I was like, this is interesting. Right. And then about one minute before the plane was to take off, E forty entered the plane and sat down. That guy was like his seat holder, which is like. And you asked him for his phone number? No, I didn't. I, no, I said, I said, hey, hey, forty water. I'm a big fan. And he uh, kind of rolled his eyes, <laughs> and then. Uh, what and, a story. And then I said, uh, I've been listening to you since Federal, which is his first album, which came out in like '93. And he then he got. So then, you knew you knew a, you knew a deep cut. Yeah, I knew a deep cut to like I was trying to signal to him. I was trying to to give him a little bit of a of a signal that. Hey I man, was a I'm real cool, fan. man. Yeah. So then he he lo- he lowered his very already comically lowered glasses even <laughs> further and looked at me and he goes for real. And then he I told him about my old podcast and he did give me his phone number and never responded to a text or email or any communication how long did you stay at his at his plane seat to annoy him i was sitting behind him oh man you talked the whole plane no it was just an oakland boy's dream come true that's all it is all right that's cute eric but but did you but did you did you uh did you text him a lot were you like hey 40 just checking in see what you're up to Hey, it's me from Southwest Flight 1412. Remember Federal? I did your first the, album. the guy who kept tapping on the back of your seat the whole flight. No, I wasn't like annoying. I hit him up because I told him about the podcast, you know, like maybe twice, and then he just he he did not he he did not respond. I wasn't surprised. Wait, well, I want to know Eric really quickly. How are you doing? Like, how are you? Like, are you over this COVID? How far over it? Are you liking this new way of life? Are you lonely? How are you? I doing? mean, no, nobody, nobody likes this. You know, we're all coping in our own ways. And has has anything positive happen like with yourself, or have you spent more time reading or doing something interesting? I've spent more time reading, catching up on movies. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of cookbooks and reading a lot of cocktail cookbooks and teaching myself how to make cocktails. That's so cool. I'm like, you know, deepening my my hobby game. I'm getting a smoker, so I'm looking at learning how to like smoke meat and stuff like that. Oh, I like that. Wait, Eric, um, that's, that's great. It's like while this is going on, you've got COVID, and that had you embrace your Jewish side by getting into smoked meats, and you got uh, yeah. Bla- Black Lives Matter stuff happening, and that's getting you to embrace your black side and change your name to a Swahili name. It's like you're, you're becoming culturally yeah. yourself so much. Finally, I'm finally, de- de- like, finally just um, 
I don't know, putting my fingers in my ancestors' <laughs> mouths. <laughs> What's the special call? I started this. I started the sentence, and I was like, I don't know. How to <laughs> you ever like do that? That's like every. I've been doing interviews since six thirty a.m. today. So I, this is my. I'm going on my fifteenth hour of interviews. So I'm like cross-eyed. Well, but you guys are my friends, and you're very easy to talk to. Than like, you know. Uh, the guy at the morning zoo. Well, that actually makes reminds me of a question that we had, Natasha and I both had for you. How did you get your start and where do you come up with your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> where do you come up with your stuff? It's such an impossible question to answer and you get it every single interview. What do you say? I, I, I just go, I drink coffee and I write. And then we have a writer's room and we try to crack each other up and we write uh, an assistant writes down the, uh, everything. And then I look through notes. Like, what do they want me to say? Like, yeah, man, I fucking snowboard. Then I fucking <laughs> slice my eyes open and drop LSD in. Like, I don't know. I, I never know how to answer that question. And I always feel like a schmuck. I'm just going to start making shit up. Well, what do you say, I, Natasha? Well, everyone always just asks me what it's like to be a woman in comedy. Funny. Me too. Oh, so patronizing. <laughs> But but what I was going to say is, Eric, I saw that some of this at Largo, this this uh, this set you're doing, and it's so funny. On a oh, special, oh, the special. I yeah, I mean, what is it? Anybody anybody seen it? The jokes I've been doing for the past fifteen years. I just decided to finally film them. <laughs> What's it called? I guess it's not the jokes of my last fifteen every, years. It's called, it's called legalized everything. <laughs> Legalize everything drops on Netflix yep. at midnight of the twenty third of June. Well, no, I, I mean like it drops on. I should say to not have any confusion. Tuesday, June twenty third. Tuesday, which June twenty third. Happening in like yeah, that, but but it is ha- that's happening in two hours and fifteen minutes. So well, um, you go on to so Netflix. It's the final countdown. When does this air? Well, this will air in uh, this will air in on it's live, Eric. In a week, so it's going to be really confusing when you're getting really exact about a date that happened four, uh, five days earlier. Oh, anyway, okay. it's Netflix. Right. So, yeah, just yeah. watch his so it's yeah. on Netflix special. Now. Why don't I just say it's on Netflix now? No, 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 no. First, let's talk about how you get your how you, where'd you get your start from? <laughs> where do you come up with your stuff? And what is the date? Watch it on Netflix now. Legalize everything. Eric, because you've been on the phone for so long, I feel yeah, bad. Yeah, let's just take let's a just, call and let him go. Yeah, why don't we jump into a and call? And then I can feed no, my baby. No, no, whatever. Let's do it. I, I feel comfortable talking to you guys. Well, whatever we, you want. We, we love you, and we miss you. And... You know, Mosh, I can, I can make you um, mocktails. I have a, I have a, I have a cocktail cookbook called Clean Plus Dirty Drinking. And for each cocktail with booze in it, she gives like an equivalent like mocktail Ooh. Um, what, kind of thing. So I can give what's you the a little, best cocktail? Little meeple. What do you got? Give, give us a sample. Oh, that's a hard. That's a hard question to answer, my man. Well, this is. I'm <laughs> like, more... What's the best? That's like what's the best album? You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm saying, what's the one you're most excited about making right now? I just made one the other night that I juiced like poblano peppers. I got poblano Ooh. peppers from the Mexican market. And I put them in my juicer and I uh, blended them with agave syrup and made this like poblano syrup. Wow, that sounds um, so good. And I put like a rum agricole and a little bourbon in there with some lime juice and pineapple juice. Hell yeah. And uh came out really good. What's an agricole? I didn't I didn't I didn't come I didn't 
I didn't come up with that recipe, by the way. That is uh, Ivy Mix's recipe. Rum agricole is any rum, most rums, 98% of all rums are made from molasses. Rum agricoles are French rums from like Haiti, Martinique that are made with sugarcane juice. So they're much more vegetal, drier. They're like, they're, they're on the, they're not sweet at all. They're much more on the drier side. Didn't you used to hit me up like every year, Eric, and say, why are you sober? Let's do drugs. (laughs) Don't do that, Eric. Yeah, I mean, I still that I still stand by that. Um, I do think that you would benefit from a psychedelic experience, and in the right setting. Eric, did you Eric. read Michael Pollan's book? I, you know, I didn't read Michael. I didn't read Michael Pollan's book, but I, I've meant to. I've read a lot of stuff about. You know that I've had many psychedelic experiences, right? Yeah, but I think in your adult life, not when you were abusing drugs in like this phase of your life in a non-abusive way, like um, in a creative, like nurturing way. Eric, I'm, I think I, that would be a different experience. I don't disagree with you. And actually I was, do you know that I had made a decision to take psychedelics again? I was going to do it. And uh, then Natasha got pregnant and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I want to mix these two stories together, you know, like <laughs> starting doing drugs after 20 years and becoming a father. I just didn't I, like the, the, the stakes went up so much that I just decided I would wait. That's and, so smart that you thought of that. I don't know. What do you, should I have done it anyway? Yeah. I mean, it's your, you got to trust your gut, you know, or like, I don't know. I think if you were going to do it, you would, you should make an event out of it and like go to Peru or, or yeah, do ayahuasca, like have like a shaman. I think it, I think to separate it from like abuse or party drugs or recreational use of your old days, like you should make it more of like a spiritual journey so that like you separate it in your mind from a, like the old Moshe. But the problem with Moshe is like when he started vaping, he would carry around a backpack with like four, like 45 different little bottles. <laughs> she always brings this of up. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like everything right. he does, he does in like extreme excess. I when don't it think comes that's to, necessary. Yeah. I've never seen anyone have a tote bag full of oils for their vape. How many well, people? That's why, that's why I think like you should go to Peru and then do the experience, then leave so that you can't, it should be like, toad venom or something very obscure and unattainable oh so i keep it i don't know i keep it in peru but then but then you it it would be weird when i started announcing my like bi-monthly trips to peru because i was just like (laughs) (laughs) playing this like game with myself like oh no it's totally spiritual i only do it in peru anyway i'm off to lima again (laughs) i'm headlining lima e40s on my flight <laughs> Peruvian E40s on my flight. By the way, Eric, I don't disagree with you. I 100% at this point in my life think that a psychedelic experience uh, would be a spiritually positive medicinal experience. There's no doubt in my mind. But then but then I started trying to figure out what what psychedelic should I do? to break the seal of 20 years of sobriety because nothing goes worse with like an LSD trip than a relapse. I just feel like there's so much possibility of, of spinning out for eight hours straight. And I was thinking San Pedro because I heard it's very mellow. Have you ever done that? No, I don't know what that is. My hairdresser told me about this guy who comes over and plays bongos 
for you, but to oh, a hallucinating to, to a hallucinating <laughs> level, you're supposed to trip. Wait, he plays bongo so much it's you start sober, tripping. It's like a sober ha- oh, hallucinogen, but it's like drums. Oh God, <laughs> just, break. just take the fucking kind of mushroom bullshit. Yeah, just take the mushroom. <laughs> well, you know. All right, hey Eric, do you want to do a call with us? Let's do an advice call. You're giving me advice. Let's give these sure, random so how does this strangers. Work? We're just going to call remind someone. Remind me how this works. We're just going to call someone. They Anyone? Have a, no, no, no. We have <laughs> specific people. <laughs> and, uh, and Okay, you, pre, you pre-screened these we, people. We, we have them. a producer, and she has called people back, and they're expecting our call. But, but you will be a surprise. And we, don't know, and we don't know what the issue is. So let's find out together. So stand by. We're going to call. What's it like being a woman in comedy? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. so fucking patronizing. I also would hate when a host would go, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a little surprise for you. We got a lady coming. Oh, lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, just shut the fuck up. Now you're making it weird, and that's all the audience is going to think about. When if you were just like, this comic's funny, coming to the stage, Natasha Leggero, they want to be like, ooh, now a lady's here. What? Like, it's the fucking you like know- Victorian era. A lady in the gentleman's chamber? Well, that don't beat all here. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, caller, you're on the air. All right. What if the caller was like, Yo, Natasha, (laughs) what's it like being like a lady in comedy? (laughs) Well, it is a lady that we're calling. We're going to call... Chloe in Philadelphia. Chloe in Philadelphia. What if it was Chris Chris D'Elia that picked up right now? What would you... How would you handle that? Would that be tense? How would you handle it? We would just uh, kind of push it off to you. You're our guest. <laughs> and he went. And he went. And he went. Yo, what's it like being a lady? And he had like a thick black set. Yo, what's it like being a lady in comedy? Speaking of people that need to change their last names, maybe <laughs> you have a Swahili name to pitch. His name to an African. Wait, yeah. What if you have a Swahili name? <laughs> You had like Kente Cloth, Nancy Pelosi at the fucking BLM rally or whatever she was doing. No, he doesn't want me to pop. Do you want to do it? She's screaming. Okay. Our child is screaming. I just want to tell us. Just make sure she's not in pain. Can you stand by for one minute? It'll take like two minutes. Now, I heard that that, your child is a bit and you guys don't even have a child. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have a child, but Natasha likes to separate herself. If you ever mention that she has a child, she'll kind of distance herself from the child, similarly to the way she did to me earlier in the podcast. I like, I like that. I like her constantly distancing herself from her family members. Uh, by the way, Eric, we're still rolling. So Natasha's run away. But if you want to roll with some bits, if you want to keep just talking, whatever you go, I'm here for you. <laughs> roll with some bits <laughs> so man that iphone huh it's a tricky little gizmo wait eric what is this call what am i doing on this call nothing we haven't I'm done like the call hilarious i'm on like three hours of sleep because natasha, yeah, but what am i supposed to do oh you're just supposed to listen to their issue and give them either sincere or make fun of them advice basically that's the deal should I start a podcast? Yeah, what would your podcast be? Have you thought about it? Cocktails with Eric uh, X? I think, uh, like, I'm never drawn to do them. I'm like, a podcast? I don't know. 
And then I read Joe Rogan made four quadrillion dollars. I'm like, yeah, shit, I gotta get in this podcast business. Well, I'll tell you what is good about podcasting and what is bad about podcasting. Here's here would be my argument against you doing a podcast. The whole thing about 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 doing a podcast is that you create uh, a little. A cadre of fans that like really know you and really feel connected to you and so th then you feel like you have a little community that you've built and when you go on the road they'll come see you and say oh i i listen to the podcast blah 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 right but you kind of have already figured that out with your show and with you know like your like your fans are like super fans they're not just like random comedy fans right they like to come drink ranch, come into a Hidden Valley ranch jar, and then drink it, right? <laughs> yeah, they're very invested. So in that way, I'm like, you already did the work. What's the point in like then do, in, in then get it, doing a podcast? On the other hand, I think people would love it from you. But the negative of doing a podcast is that people get to like people really get to know who you are. That's both a positive and a negative. Like your fans know more about you than than they do if you're just a mysterious stand-up figure that does like a, a talk show where the, there are no rules. Like when you're doing a podcast, they know how you think. See, that doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't bother me so much. What bothers me is like constantly hitting up my comedian friends to mm -hmm. do my show. Because I already experienced that with Eric Andre's show. I've texted every musician, rapper, actor, mm. Never got whoever never got anybody <laughs> never got asked to do the show. And, uh, never was once asked to do the show. Well, I was just about to text you right after <laughs> this uh, podcast, but I, I feel needy. I hate feeling needy. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm always texting people to do my show, and I'm always texting people to do my birthday party out of necessity because I need. There's I, I have no just a talk show, so I have no show without right. celebs. That's why I have, you, you know you my, should do so it. I, so I just I just fucking I hate being that needy guy. That's like, hey, well, it's okay if you don't want to, but is it cool if you? And then I feel like if I had a podcast, that would never end. Why don't hey, you do man, a podcast? I'm sorry to bother you. Um, I don't know. Why don't you do a podcast where you interview like eighty plus? Like people who are 80 plus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like the way you set it up, don't, don't, don't interview comedians. What? Just 80 or anyone Oct who's 80? Yeah, you have to be 80. Eric with an Eric 80. <laughs> anyone who's 80 with Eric X only in Swahili. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't have to do it with your with your um, dude here's i know but like i want to do it's gonna be boring with a bunch of 85 year olds what are you talking I about i feel talk like i gotta to, like i want to listen to 80 I, like I'm comedians to, like yeah it's more fun I here's know what i would suggest eric if you want to make it easy to get to book guests try having a global pandemic hit because i gotta say <laughs> we've had the easiest That's time true. booking guests on this <laughs> podcast that we have ever had in our life it's just everybody's down because nobody's getting attention paid to them Yes, that is, that is, um, that's smart. All, All right, right. Let's call go. this girl because she's waiting for now us. Now we're going to call. Oh, oh, you're, you're scolding me. <laughs> okay. Chloe in Philadelphia. Eric, stand by. Here we go. Okay. Hello? Chloe. Yes. Hi, it's it's Natasha and Moshe and our friend oh. and Eric. Oh yeah, and Eric Andre is here as well. 
I, I wanted it a little more. That was so laissez-faire, <laughs> Chloe. You want to try it Sorry, again? Sorry, it's uh, 1 a.m. here. What do you oh, want okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, give Chloe a break. It's Monday night, 1 a.m. <laughs> Chloe, what's it like She's being... working a... her fingers to the bone. Chloe, what's it like being a lady in comedy? <laughs> like being a lady in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Um, Chloe, what's up? Yes. How can we help? How do, why did you contact us? Tell us everything. Yeah. So I am 22. I just graduated college. And I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on asking out a former professor. Ooh. Um, yeah. Whoa, scandalous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. He said spicy meatball. <laughs> spicy meatball. Spicy meatball. Wait, I have a no. question. Have you asked a guy out before? Is that something you, you've done? So it's a woman. Oh, and okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check your privilege, yeah. Natasha. I, mean, I, I, done, I mean, I would say I'm usually the the one who gets asked out. But, you know, I've, I've done some spicy DMs. Okay. And it, and it's done favorably. I don't know. Oh, I've never even hugged a girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I usually get asked out every day. Jeez, no, I'm uh, Kardashian must be nice. Our... I look like fucking Terry the pterodactyl from Pee Wee's Playhouse. All right, drag no, me. I, I think. Um, I think. Uh, I don't know what's the vibe. That's a stick. That's a slippery. That's a sticky situation. What was? Yeah, she, okay. What was she the so, professor of? Sorry. What was she the what is the subject that she was your professor? In? Um, like business. Business professor? That's yeah. what you're going for? Okay. Okay. So don't, here's don't the listen to Okay. Okay. Wait, Chloe. Is she gay? Yeah. Do you know she's gay? Okay. Yeah. Good no, that's question. a great question. Um, Thank you. I would say I'm like a ninety percent sure. You you're going on like visual cues. Um. I get like visual vibes, yeah, just like gaydar, music taste. I mean, sort of like liking lesbian artists is usually a pretty clear indicator. But how do you know say. she's not in a relationship? Um, I mean, I don't, but I mean, isn't it okay to ask out people when you don't know if they're in a relationship? Right? Yeah, I think so. They would just tell you that they are. How 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 old is she? Yeah, um, so she's in her late 20s, and right, I'm in my early 20s. Oh, my God. If you said, if you said like, late 70s, I would, I would be <laughs> mind blown. You'd be I mean, like, hey, come on my podcast, Sarah. And, um, You'd be like, I want to interview for my new podcast. And her girlfriend. <laughs> when you turn Sorry? 80, call me. <laughs> Chloe, Eric has been oh. up since 6.30 in the morning, so just know this is going to be a bit of a chaotic call for you. And eventually, <laughs> right, we'll give sure. you some advice. Just deal with it, you know? <laughs> All right, I'm holding with it. To me, that's a, to me that's a sticky situation for a heterosexual couple. Why, why is it more taboo for a heterosexual couple? If the man asked out the student, that's a no no, right? That, right, that would be. But the student, the female lesbian student asking out the lesbian teacher, is that the same no no for me? So something telling me that's not as taboo. I I, I think right? I agree, Chloe? Chloe. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would say definitely, like, age gaps are more common among, like, the queer community, because, like, usually your options are sort of, like, less in your age group, so you're more willing to go, like, up or down. But um, mid-20s, late-20s, I feel like you guys are in the same Yeah, you guys generation. are kind of the same. I thought about that, and I feel like it would be, like, normal, but I know on paper it would look like there might be 
a power imbalance. So I'm not sure. Okay. I have a question. Have you guys ever yeah. been alone together? Um, so yeah. Um, so like, the meatball oh, gets like spicier. It sounds a lot spicier than it is. Um, so our Chloe, department, Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> Eric really has been up all day. Um, uh, no. Uh, um, so the department holds like these like professor student dinners, um, that they fund for different classes where like professors and students can just like go out to like a nice restaurant um in the city and just like chat about whatever um and so like i found out we had like a lot in common and things like that and i thought that there could be a vibe but you know that's the last time you saw her at one of these meals yeah so that's another sort of factor at play is that she's my professor like a year and a half ago can you hang up no, go, Eric. Go. Can you hang out as friends? Can you hang out as friends first? Can you go? Hey, I got tickets to the play. You want to go check it out? <laughs> like, can you take the pressure off the date? Um, I mean, I'm open to that. Um, but I guess sort of where trickiness lies at this point is like, how do I reach out? Um. Oh, so oh, this is like, how you do it, Chloe. Weird? This is how you do it. You go to one of her classes and you write on your eyelid. Uh, you just write like, I think like, you know, I want you on your eyelids and then you blink your eyes so that she can see, she reads the message straight up Indiana mm. Jones style. I think yeah, that... that's pretty good. That's how Moshe met his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one of her shows. You went to one of Natasha's shows. <laughs> and I said to myself, that really gives new meaning to the phrase getting someone eyes. Yeah. Oh, Chloe. Okay. Don't. Don't don't riff that as your <laughs> opener with the professor, okay? <laughs> Wait, Chloe, I mean, I just feel like she can't really date you. No, no, no. I disagree with you guys. She's a teacher. She, you're graduated, right, Chloe? Yeah, no, I'm graduated. No, because oh, that was the thing. Okay. It's just like all schools have policies, um, especially like now about professors and students dating. It's like even if you're not in their class, they just want to avoid that power dynamic. But once you've like graduated oh yeah i didn't know that like, all right so here's yeah. what i think i actually disagree with eric i think you should ask if you ask her out you should be very explicit and say yeah i don't know if this is weird or not but i would like mm. to go out with you sometimes just so she can have full-on like you know she doesn't yeah. think you're hitting her up for that's it. true i agree with you I, I agree with you i agree with you yeah. it's just like is it taboo I, yeah i guess you've graduated you're both adults yeah, it's definitely not taboo. It's just like, are you are you okay getting kind of like told no or never responding? Right. To. I'll tell you what, Chloe. I did that when I moved to L.A. I hit up a, a graduate student advisor that I had, and I was like, we're all we're all adults now. And I hit her up. I said I just moved to L.A. Never heard from her. No, zero <laughs> response. And we were like, we were friendly. I mean, I really did think we had vibe back in college. And, Dude, uh, I fucked my driver's ed teacher at the end of my driving course. <laughs> no, you didn't. Eric, really? <laughs> no way. No way. I wrote, I wrote his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric, the power imbalance. How, I mean, how did yeah, he do that? Imbalance. He had so much power over you in that moment. He had a lot about. He had a lot of power over me. Okay, Chloe. Um, Chloe, what I think you need yeah. to do too is you need to. Think of something you guys talked about together. It's something you know she's interested in. And if there was like an event coming or something, you know, you could be like, hey, blah, blah, blah is at the Met. Uh, 
on Thursday, whatever the date is, wondering if you'd have any interest. And if not that, I would love to maybe hang out with you at some point if you were, I don't know, how, however you people say. And then I that. will say that since... Wow, Natasha, Natasha's definitely never asked out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just wanted to say like... <laughs> what was that? However the aggressor... <laughs> Wait, Eric, what do you do? I don't have game. game. I've never asked a guy out before. I never asked a guy out before, so I don't know what you guys do. (laughs) What do you say? We love it. We love the mat. Here's what I would say. What do you say if you want to be explicit? I would say, hey. Also, she is asking out, you know, like, they have similar interests. Hey, it's me, Chloe, your former student. You know, I've graduated now and I don't know if this is going to be awkward, but I always thought you were really awesome and I'd love to go out with you. Like, I I want the words go out with you. Would you like to go out sometime? And so then the professor. No, but also say it's Chloe. I graduated and I blossomed into womanhood and I'd like to go out. (laughs) Add that. Oh, yeah. You got to say blossom. And then the other thing is. If you do hook up with her, because she, this is just like, so you know, Chloe, because you don't see that, that mm-hmm. experience, because she's a professor, you don't, w- the first time you guys are in bed together, you're going to want to, instead of your fingers, you're going to want to use chalk or an expo, a dry erase <laughs> marker to penetrate her. Trust me, this is what they're what? into. I'm, dude, it's a professor. This All is right, I'm taking notes. Okay, good. Great. She loves <laughs> notes. She's going to love you taking notes. That's going to turn her on so much. <laughs> Oh, I did really good notes in that class. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> you, got any, saying, right? you got anything else, I'm Eric? A lot of Sorry? Eric, any final words for Chloe? I, well, how are you going to reach out to her if you don't have her number, you don't have her email, you're going to DM her? No, yeah. no. So that's actually something I wanted to get your guys' feel on. Because, um, like, the last time we talked, it was over email. But, like, she has social media. Should I, should I slide into the DMs to, like, change the contact? Or should I, like just do email because that's depressing. Do you follow each other on social media? Um, I followed her recently. Um, like she accepted my follow request, did not follow back. Ooh. Doesn't that mean you're going to go into her private messages and you'll maybe never yeah. know if she got the message? Right. So email. So, I think you got to email her at that. Especially since she didn't follow back. Yeah, hit her up at that yeah. at edu address. <laughs> Is that, that seems less kosher than personal email now okay or... i got a suggestion yeah, that's, yeah the edu is weird that's a weird line too though no okay yeah. i got a suggestion hot you write her at the that's e- like her work that's her work email right. Her gmail right well okay what about this what do you guys think write her at the at edu and say hey professor whatever i have a personal question i'd like to ask you can I email you directly? Now, is this how you describe game? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I did, by the way, hit up the graduate student person at her EDU address, and that is that I was never responded to. You can always okay. try Instagram and see what happens. Yeah, that's true. Take it to phase two if she doesn't respond in the DM. <laughs> um, okay. There. Yeah, slide to the DM. Slide in the DM. Oh, and make sure you have a really cute picture posted on your Instagram. She's going to check it out. My Instagram's private. Should I make it public for the occasion? For sure. She doesn't even know who you are. You think she remembers your name? Why is your Instagram private? I'm just always curious why people do that. Oh, um, well, so I I have two Instagrams, like one for like the people I followed in high school and like all those sort of like hometown people. Um, And then I have like a public one for like my real life. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Why don't you hit her up on the one that's for the public? Um, 
I don't know. I guess there's no reason not to. It's just that I don't have like my school on there. So I figured if she didn't remember me, at least on the private one, it, my bio is like school graduation year or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think go to the DMs with your best foot forward. I mean, the truth is, she's probably going to say no. Or just never respond to you. <laughs> right. Why say? Well, hold on, Natasha. Why say that? Why be negative like that? Because she didn't. She didn't follow back. She didn't follow back as Chloe, a bad sign. Don't, don't. No, but uh, Chloe, don't listen to Natasha. <laughs> be positive. Put positive energy on the universe. All right. Go with your heart. As long as you're like respectful in your reach out, I don't think you're going to say anything <laughs> crass or regrettable. <laughs> then I think it's fine. And I think you have a chance. There Take a chance go. on love. Hey, really Eric. Nice. All right. Listen to Eric over here. Dr. Ruth over that. here. All right. <laughs> okay, Chloe, good luck. So we say DM her now. Wait a month. No response. Hit up the EDU. No, two weeks. Two weeks? T- wait, two One weeks. Week. Hit up the EDU. If you never hear back from her, it doesn't matter. You take, took your swing. Shoot your shot. All right. All right, cool. good luck. If if you don't hear no, if you don't hear back from her, wait outside of her house late <laughs> at night. Unblinking. <laughs> You're like, you like business? How about this business? <laughs> okay. This business. Thanks, Chloe. You're welcome. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Chloe. Bye. I mean, here's the thing. That had a lot going against it. You think so? Why? Well, because she doesn't even know if she's gay. She doesn't even know if the woman's gay. She right. doesn't know if she's in a relationship. Right. It, it, she's her former student. She's her former student, and she didn't get a follow-up. Yeah, but you got it. You gotta shoot your shot. You gotta take a chance. I hear on you. That's game. That's I. I, I that's do having agree. Game. I agree with Eric. Yeah, you just go for it. Because because yeah yeah you could say that, but you could also say she's de- she's probably definitely gay. She's single. She has feelings for her. You could say all those things, but the positive version. You know what I mean? You don't know. She got to shoot her shot. Yeah. And I- as long as she's like respectful and polite about it. Yeah, I'm with you. You know. Well, that's why you're so successful, Eric. You've got a good attitude. You do have a good attitude. Posit- yeah. Positive vibes from you. Yeah, hey. Please. I can't, I, can't, I can't even get a call back for a non-union regional ham commercial. <laughs> what are you, Annie Kindler? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Eric, I'm going to give you three options, okay? <laughs> Option one is we yeah. say we love you and good night and we go watch your, your special, which is an okay yeah. option to take. Option two is we do another call. Option three is you listen to a couple of secrets left on our secrets voicemail, uh, the deep, dark secrets of our listeners. Um, I will do what's the shorter version of two uh, that option two or option three. I think option three is the shorter version. We'll just do we'll do two or three secrets and we'll call it a night. Because then that, we don't get stuck fun. on a we phone call. A little variety. Great. Let's do it. We're going to just listen to a couple secrets. We'll riff on them, and then we'll tell you good night. That girl was cool, though. She was very secure. Yeah, she was. She had a lot of... Bur- she I think kind of like, roasting you guys. It's kind of millennial uh, millennial confidence is what she had. Yeah, I liked it. Brava to Chloe, I say. Brava. <laughs> <laughs> Brava. <laughs> Did you just remember you knew that word? 
Totally. Anyone that's ever said brava, I would like punch in the face. I used to date a guy who would stand up and say that at at a at a theater. Who the the Australian guy? No, no, I saw you with like a with with like a scarf, like a a a silk uh, handkerchief, kind of like twirling it and saying brava. Okay, here we go. We're going to play a secret. Hi, uh, I have a secret about my job in the mental health and substance abuse field. Uh, I answer calls for a health insurance company, so like in the mental health and substance abuse like department. So I almost always, well, just like inevitably just get calls from parents who want to like send their kid to rehab because they thought they like caught them with like a joint. Um, so then I like have to listen to these parents tell me that they think their teenager is like going through withdrawal um, because they're sleeping a lot or that their kid needs like medical detox for marijuana um, and because they like found a jewel in their backpack. <laughs> um, and they're like genuinely concerned so I like empathize with them. There's a customer service job so I have to be like, yeah, that must be really scary. That Let's like make sure to get them the right resources and like let's bring on an expert. Uh, and then I transfer them to uh, a licensed counselor or I just, like, bring them on the line. Um, and then the counselor just, like, tells them to, like, chill out and, like, was like, go to family counseling. Here's, like, here's a list of counselors. Uh, so the secret is that I work from home and I'm actually, like, a total stoner. And so many of the times when I'm taking these calls, I'm just, like, stoned to the phone like giggling at the irony um yeah and i'm really good at my job and i'm like well respected on my team and no one knows i'm still like half the time that i'm working so yeah that's uh my secret uh it's most since the beginning and i finally thought of one thanks for listening i love it she's like i finally thought of a secret my my job <laughs> how i act every day <laughs> I think, can you guys hear me? I switched Bluetooth. Oh, we're still with you. We can hear you perfect. I don't think this is wrong. I think it's hilarious. What a great stoner job. You just give people drug counseling all day. It's like, (laughs) what? that's like the best (laughs) job ever. I sort of. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not even taboo. The parents are like ridiculous and marijuana prohibition is ridiculous. That's like sending your kid to rehab for like finding a glass of wine in his, uh, backpack or something dude uh, we, more, pa- we, more power to this to this um this secret teller <laughs> what a naughty <laughs> secret she had brava i remember brava. <laughs> brava. i remember when i was at, at uc santa barbara i was at an aa meeting and at uc santa barbara it's like a big party culture and like if they arrest you for public intoxication you get sent to aa like for some reason everybody that gets arrested at those street parties and at isla vista would get sent to aa and uh this guy came into the meeting and he was this young like kid and he was like uh he, he i don't know why he raised his hand but he spoke at the meeting and he's like um i think it's because he was new they're like do any newcomers want to speak and they like asked him and he was like well I have been drunk one time in my life, and it was the night I got, <laughs> was the night I got arrested and sent to AA. So, he, <laughs> oh, man. and the whole meeting just kind of laughed at him and told him to go away. Aww. 
So, all right, that's kind of uh, that's kind of how I feel. That wasn't much of a secret. No, I, I hear. Like, you. Let's see if the next one hey, is uh, juicier. I wanted a juicy little secret. We got a juicy one. Laura, give us a juicy one. Oh Lord. Hey Natasha Mosh, love the show. Uh, I got a secret for you. Uh, back in 2006, I was in college. I lived with a group of guys. Uh, we were all on the baseball team. And one year, I was unable to play, so I was left alone a lot at the apartment. Um, one of my good friends, he uh, was very uh, braggadocious about ordering his first pocket pussy. Um, well, he was waiting and waiting for that to show up. Uh, one day it showed up while they were at practice and, um, I knew what it was. Uh, I think it was just by the packaging alone and the fact that we were in college, not, not many of us were receiving, um, deliveries of that sort or that size. So, um, I took it upon myself to open it up and I took his pocket pussy's virginity. Um, yeah, so cleaned it all up, um, did the proper, you know, gentlemanly thing and cleaned it very well and put it back in the package and never spoke a word of it. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Bye. Juicy enough for you, Eric. Jesus Christ on a cross. That is fucking gross. Wait, would you (laughs) use a pocket pussy? You guys, would you use that most? Um, Uh, you know what? I'll tell you this. I have a pocket pussy story. Yes, yeah, go. My ex, my ex girlfriend, like one of my like my my high school sweetheart, and we we were friends to this day. So she's really more of a friend than an ex girlfriend. But she, her, and um, our mutual friend Christina got me a pocket pussy as a gag gift for my birthday one year when I was twenty five. And like, it goes like this with every guy, I think. I was like, aha, good joke gift, whatever, and I put it on my shelf, and I didn't think about it for a few weeks. And, and lo and behold, I was jacking off, and my eyes just went like, <laughs> and like Cupid, Cupid shot his arrow into that pocket pussy, and I was like, hmm, you know, why not? Throw a little fucking juice in there, and I was like, and I fucked the pocket pussy, and I felt so embarrassed, but at the same time, I was like, that felt really good. <laughs> well, why didn't you go and back for more? I, you, I think I used it a couple times and then I tossed it. I was like, this is weird and gross. <laughs> well, like it kind of cla- clasps onto you or something. Like It does kind of hug a little I bit, don't know. I guess. It's uh, a- well, no, it feels good, but I, I was like, I don't think I washed it. <laughs> like, I think, like, I think it got kind of grimy after a couple uses, and I was like, this is fucking foul. There were some. There was a few years there that at, at all the comedy festivals, they were giving every comedian a pocket pussy. Oh, it's those little jars. Yeah, like a, like a oh, yeah. What was that? A flashlight, and I think it was Nikki Glaser that had a great bit about how disrespectful it is to give every comedian both male and female a pocket <laughs> pussy in your welcome package to to a festival but we should we can nah, it's fine yeah right let's let's listen to one more secret okay and then one let's more let and we'll let go. eric go home well that's a bed. crazy what that's a crazy story that guy that's fucking gross man i kind of think like yeah that, but they were in college that's like ultimate ultimate gross secret that you fuck your friend's pocket pussy 
clean it up, put it back in the packaging, and then put, oh. it, put it under his door. Oh, damn, that is gnarly, dude. <laughs> you know what was funny, Eric, is you said, that was bullshit. I want something juicy. I looked at my producer, and I was like, do you have anything juicy? And her eyebrow cocked up in such a way that I was like, does she? she? Was like, and it she was, was like, check this out. <laughs> you want juicy? This one's filled with actual juice. <laughs> I got okay. juicy for you. One more, one more, and then we'll say goodnight. Hi, guys. I have a secret from childhood. It's not really that interesting. It's just kind of um, something strange I did. Uh, so my parents would make me eat the entire meal. Um, it's pretty typical. Like, you can't leave the table until you eat everything. Uh, so we were uh, at a fast food restaurant. And I didn't want to finish my curly fries. And they said, okay, we'll take them in the car and finish them on the way home. So in the back seat, I acted like I was eating the curly fries. And uh, to spite them, I shoved them all into the seat belt holder, like in the back seat. Um, and they thought I ate them. Great. And then nobody ever knew <laughs> the curly fries were in there. They didn't smell or anything. And then they later sold the car with the curly fries still in it. And I've never told anyone that. And it's, I'm still just very, very proud <laughs> that I tricked those motherfuckers. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. Her parents. Uh, uh, yeah. Lady, your your competition is a guy that fucked his friend's pocket. <laughs> what kind of fucking G-rated bullshit? Fuck out of here. She's going to hear this episode, too, and just be like, damn, I thought I had an interesting story. I need to go fuck yeah, a pocket you, pussy. Why, why, did, yeah, why did you put the pocket pussy guy second? Well, you said you wanted Juicy. That's, we that's gave your, you. That's your, yeah, but that's your dismount. That's your grand finale. That's not the like closer. Girl, like, hee, hee, hee. I put a french fry in a seatbelt, <laughs> and they sold the car. Wait, house. I want to know why her parents Burr. made her eat her whole meal. That seems abusive. What? Oh, you have to finish. You it have all. to finish Very. your food. You finish your curly fries, by the way. It's not just like it's not like tofu. <laughs> no, it's not vegetables. She ain't eating that air one. Fucking. You finish those Maybe. curly fries. Dip it in the ranch. Dip it in the ranch. <laughs> Put those dipping sauces in the car, <laughs> and you finish every curl. You slurp every curl. Um, you slurp every curl. We pay for those curls. Uh, yeah, Eric. Um, Eric. Sorry, Eric X. You're off the hook. Legalize everything. Netflix. Yes. Right now, it's streaming. He's so funny. You're such a yes. good stand-up. You're such a funny person. You're such a good friend. Thank You're you. such a good man, and we love you and we miss you. Thank you. I love you too. Miss you guys too. Let's let's hang after this nightmare ends. <laughs> Sounds good. So okay, we'll never we'll hang out again. Hang after hell. Okay. I'll no, never see you again. All right. Bye, Eric. Thank okay. you. Thanks bye. for doing it. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. I tell you what's funny, Tosh. Yeah. Like doing this podcast. Not only is it nice that we're doing creative stuff and is it nice to like interact with the fans and stuff, but also like doing all these calls, it's like we're hanging out with all of these people. It's like hanging out with all these friends. It's kind of nice. Like I just feel like I hung out with Eric for an hour. I know. It's kind of sweet. Maybe this is what friendship is now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I have been making a lot of phone calls. Oh, yeah, me too. I've been like FaceTime. talking on the phone, not even FaceTime, just talking on the phone. I'll too. tell you something about FaceTime too with this whole COVID thing is for the longest time, 
I like couldn't get past the awkwardness of FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like doing it. And now I just do it. So it's finally burst through that we're calling people on screen all the time, like Back to the Future too. Right. But don't be afraid of a phone call. Right. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes FaceTime can be a little distracting if you want to talk to someone while you're doing things. Oh, that's interesting. You I, know, I find that my that's conversations... That's because like, as a woman, I do you know, a lot of cleaning and you know, I'm always as like... As a woman, you do cleaning? <laughs> as a woman, you do cleaning. I just meant like I'm always... I force you to? No, I mean, I have a lot to do. Well, you deserve a break, Natasha. And so because you deserve a break, I am about to take you. As soon as we stop this podcast episode, I'm going to put you in the RV, turn the ignition, and we're going to drive to one of the most beautiful places I have ever seen in my life. No joke, truly a once, just a a one of a kind gem of this earth, Mount Zion National Park. And we're going to go on a long hike and we're going to go to a waterfall and we're going to go in a swimming hole. And we're going to get under the waterfall and swim out like Blue Lagoon. And as that water splashes down cool and crisp upon our brows, I'm going to take your hands. I'm going to pull you towards me. And you know what I'm going to say? Oh, I have some questions about this trip, though. <laughs> okay, I was about to get out of the episode, but yes, I'm interested. Everything you described doesn't sound that relaxing. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. What do you mean? A waterfall and a swimming hole doesn't sound relaxing? Well, you're also hiking with a toddler. I got the backpack. We'll leave her in the car. <laughs> hey, let's check back in 10 days and see how it went. Well, the next time you hear from us, even though these podcast episodes will be released out of order, at some point you will hear from us and we will give you the recap. Until that time, take care. Don't catch COVID. Uh, be strong. And Tosh, yeah, I love you. Oh, thanks. I love you too. 